Witches, witches round the world. This potion here to make man hurl. I have ant an ear of dog and testicles from a frog. Thirty days past September, April, June, and November. Some pus from a lesion and something from my nether region. Mold of bread and gold so shiny. And this thing I found in my hiney. Wow, this spell has gotten long. Would you ever fuck a frog? At the tears of a harpy and this ugly pattern copy. Air, water, fire, earth. Now it's time for Peaked at Birth. Welcome to Peaked at Birth, ladies and gentlemen. That was really something. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I was really confused for a very long time, yeah. and then I understood what you were doing. I was doing a potion. You were casting a spell on me. Yep. To entice you with my voluptuous love handles, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm irresistible, honey. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode of Peaked at Birth. Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, actually. It's been an interesting, interesting day. I've done nothing when I've had a list of something to do. Oh, nice. That's, uh, that's the way to go. Yeah. You would think. <laughs> how's, how's your day going? Uh, not too hot. Actually. Oh, yeah. You just got you a hot girl vaccine, didn't you? I did, and it hurts. Yeah. How's your but arm also, feel? Uh, my arm hurts really bad, but that's fine. Yeah. Like, that's the least of my worries. It's more of the fact that, like, I had to call into work today because I woke up with a fever. And uh, probably the worst migraine I think I've ever had in my life. Yeah, man, I felt that. So, I'm struggling today. I'm on the struggle bus, but we hear we doing a podcast and we enjoying life. Yeah, man. You know what? That's that's what matters. That is true American idealism right there. It doesn't matter if you're sick. Just come do your goddamn podcast. It was hard. I didn't I really did not want to, but I was like, "No, we got to." Yeah, we got to. We can make this one a little bit more lo-fi for you. Hell yeah. My head hurts so bad, but I'm here. Yeah, so I'll try not to make you laugh too much. No, laughing's fine. Just don't be too loud, I guess. I mean, I guess I can turn you down, so that's really the... Uh, yeah, see? There you go. That's really not an issue. There you go. So, uh, anything interesting happen with your weekend? Um, I scheduled a house viewing. That's really it. Nice. Yeah, here in Wichita, right? Um, Mulvane, yeah. Oh, Mulvane. Yeah. I don't want to live in the city. Fuck the city. Yeah, houses are cheaper outside of Wichita anyway, so... Yeah. Well, and... Nice. No city noise. Also true. Yeah, and Mulvane really isn't that far away, honestly. No. It's like 20 minutes. Yeah. If Ish. that. 
It kind of just depends on which way you go, but yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, if you hop on like 15 and just go north, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Was, well, that's exciting. I'm glad week? you guys are making. <laughs> Other than the hot girl vaccine. Uh, pretty good, honestly. Not, not a whole lot going on. Uh, I think it's. I think it's gonna be an easy week. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's only Tuesday, isn't it? It's yeah. only Tuesday. Yeah, it's we'll time for happens. a spot of tea with some of your Tuesday scones. Oh, I say that remember, right. Remember scones from elementary or middle school? Don't. What? Oh, are you talking like the a la carte scones? Yeah. Yeah, that shit was fire. Bro, that shit hit. <laughs> that shit that hit, hit dude. It hit different. <laughs> Actually, I okay, remember so, when the pizza was still pretty good. Bro, I don't know what it was, but middle school pizza was kind of fire. It was. It was. And, and then, like, I mean, and then early high school pizza was fire. And then, like, the and then they, Well, they tried, yeah, they tried to be healthy. And yeah. they just made everything go poopy. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, I get it, but... The cookies were don't, so good. Don't ruin my bright, dude. Okay, I don't know. I don't care how you did those fucking cookies. They were always good. Yeah, I think it's because they were, like, a, a normal... They were an abnormal level of greasy. But it was delicious. Yeah, and they went down smooth. God, it was too good. Yeah. And then they got their really good jalapeno kettle chips for, like, a year. And they were amazing. And... Um, I would regularly burp in our friend Ariza's face in chemistry class. Oh, I'm, you know, he deserved it though. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a friend. Sorry if you're listening to this. Yeah. But not sorry, because you're kind of a dick. So, anyway. Yeah, there's that. Um, <sighs> I okay. Twitter. 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 Did we get anything on Tavita? I don't know. I guess why not? I know I posted something. Or later, earlier, later, yeah, you whatever, me last a, week. Tag me in a thing. Today I did, yeah. Because it's a, it's a drawing for a free PlayStation 5 that's optic brand. Branded with the OG logo. Yeah. I was like, you know what, fine, whatever. Okay. Are we ready for some uh some stuff? Yeah. I've got a few topics for us. Mm-hmm. Um we're going to just keep it con- consistent and start with our good friend Apex Legends because yet again there was another fucking update. Yep. Cuz they can't seem to ke- <laughs> they can't seem to keep the game right. Um so they added a few things. So our our girl Watson Got a, got a, it really wasn't like a buff, it was more of a fix. So now, or you used to get, before with her fences, you used to get like stopped and like your, your speed was slowed tremendously. Yeah. And then when they had the legacy update that stopped happening, um, and a lot of people got mad about it. So they fixed it. Now, every time you go through a Watson fence, you get slowed and you're like slightly stunned. Yeah. Which which, is kind of cool. You know, that's. 
I don't know what changed that at all, but that should not have been changed at all. Yeah, I don't know. I'm glad it's back the way it was. Though, yeah, because that makes I can w- finally start playing Watson again this season. Yeah, it makes Watson more viable. Yeah. Um, they also fixed the stupid bug where you could like pad your stats with Valk in the firing range. Um. Yeah, I noticed a lot of the for whatever reason when uh certain projectiles are thrown in the firing range by other players uh the damage areas show up in your firing range and i think that's really funny like when valk's using her tactical mhm like you could see her area in the firing range i just find that fan- i just find that interesting and i noticed it yesterday i was like oh cool they added valk back into the firing range <laughs> Well, yeah, for a while, I mean, like, in Firing Range, you just randomly see, like, the 12 circles pop up or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, nothing nothing would happen. And I was always like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I think it's just the, like, for whatever reason, with that ability specifically, it just, every instance of Firing Range, no matter who's on it, I think it just shows up no matter what. Well, I think it shows up no matter what anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, So they actually also fixed another big thing that was going on. So, in this season, as many of you may know, that uh, you now have a starting kit when you drop. Which I think is great, because Mm -hmm. I was sick of seeing the stupid amounts of floor loot all the time. Um, So, they uh, fixed... They fixed it so now you actually find backpacks more frequently. Um, because yeah, I was for some reason, that last night. yeah, so for some reason, you know, you couldn't find a fucking backpack to save your life. So and you couldn't find anything to save your life. Yeah. Brown loot so, sucked. Yeah. So they finally fixed that. You can now finally find some backpacks and, uh, all that other jazz. So that's neat. Yeah. When we were playing last night, I was finding way more blue backpacks than I probably seen for the start of this season. Yeah, and again, that was due to the update ruining. Yeah, well, that and... So, I don't know. That's really what that was. That was just a patch update. That wasn't like a full-fledged update. Because it wasn't very big. No, that's all it was, was a patch. Yeah. Um, And then they also added an abandonment penalty for arenas. Good. Good. Because that was like the meta was like... If a team lost a round, like the very first round of the match, like two of them would back out. Yep. Consequenceless. Well, now you have to wait 10 minutes to join back in. So that's good. Cool. Good. But, so that's fun. Um, And then I actually saw something the other day still related to Apex where people want to see a change made to the mobile respawn beacon. And specifically... When you have a downed teammate, right, mm-hmm. and you go to pick up their beacon or their their little card or whatever, yeah, um, a lot of people are calling for when you go to pick up their their tag or their card, you get a notification or something that says, "Hey, this person has a mobile respawn beacon on them," because, hmm. like, you know, most of the time you don't ever pop into someone's box and like take their shit. Yeah, right. Well, especially your teammates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. So, 
people were calling for like a notification or something to pop up stating that hey one of your teammates has a mobile respawn begin fucking use it what it could be what it could be though is like a character voice line so let's say you go and like pick up that friend's beacon and then like let's say they're a pathfinder pathfinder says yo i have a mobile respawn beacon you know yeah something like that (laughs) beacon inside my box something like that yeah yeah or like or i mean even then like you could probably also make it to where it's a uh it's a teammate command kind of like uh when you ping the nearest respawn beacon a teammate could probably like ping and like hey there is a mobile in my box yeah or like in general when they ping it pings their box instead of like the nearest one yeah exactly so then it's know. like, oh, you have a you have a respawn in your in your box. Let's just, let's just use that. You know, that'll be yeah. way faster. Well, and yeah, so. there's like a there's a good amount of things you could do with that. Yeah, no, I think that'd be a great change, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to see what they'll do. I'm yeah. excited for it, but you know, I'm also excited to see if they're gonna do another uh, another item like that. Because I mean, like. Heat shields, heat shields are pretty effective for like the first couple rings, but you know you don't really use them much late game. Um, people should use them more late game. They should, you would think, yeah. But it doesn't happen very often. Yeah, and then you have the mobile respawn. I I feel like there needs to be like a third item for that I feel category. Like there should be, yeah. I don't know what it would be, but I don't know. I think. One change that they made to the game that I think they need to go back on is stackable throwables. Yes. And if they're gonna do that, they need to. They should increase fuses to three, and then regular people to two. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's stupid, but you know that's just me. Yeah. Oh man, have you seen the fuse meta lately? No. It's like your inventory is almost entirely throwables. I well yeah that was that was kind of the meta anyway with him because yeah but now because stack. it stacks like you barely carry any ammo and during firefights you just keep at a distance and spam projectiles yeah I did see that actually I saw a video on TikTok yeah of someone doing that he fucking launched like ten grenades in there and it I was, was like, like Bro. yeah it was like fifteen arc stars and I was like good lord that's so many I was like okay well <laughs> yeah, good for you got it I mean you you won. <laughs> Um, so let's move on from Apex since we talk about a lot about it since it's mm-hmm. our favorite game. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy it. Yes. Call it of just... Duty is. Oh, no. After you, please. Okay. <laughs> um, I was going to say Call of Duty is introducing a throwback map again. And it is the map Standoff. Mm. And it is. It is to return Um, actually in both CDL. And, you know, pubs and league play and shit. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't like Standoff that much growing up. But I played it the other day, and it was kind of good, actually. I was pretty yep. impressed. It looks really good, too. They actually, like, revamped it a lot. Um, So, like, yeah, it, lo- it just looks really good. Yeah, I'm interested to see if they do, like, any other maps from older Call of Duties. Well, see, it's it's making me kind of mad because, like, they're releasing maps, right? Yeah. But they're just revamping old ones. Yeah, they're just bringing in a bunch of old maps, and that's because Call of Duty, as of right now, just doesn't know how to make good maps. 
Like, there's really not that many good maps right now. No, there isn't. I think my favorite is probably Checkmate, and I don't really like that map still that much. It's the one with the airplane hangar, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that one fucking sucks. Um, And then they brought back Raid, which Raid is... Shadow Legends? <laughs> Raid is a good map, but, like, it's just so... It's so repetitive, and it gets played so often. Yeah. Actually, I think... I take that back. I think my favorite map, actually, is Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse is easily the best map they've made. Mm. Hard disagree, I know you, but yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I know you don't like it, but I do. I, it's very fast-paced, it's very close-range, and that's the kind of shit I'm into. So. Yeah, I mean, what they need to do is create another big map. I think Yes, that would really... we do. I think, I th you're right, I th we do just need a bigger map. Yeah. Because, like, there really isn't... No, and everything's oh. so close quarters, and with corners being everywhere, I, again, Call of Duty's really catering to the camping crowd. Yeah, it seems. Yeah. It's really annoying. You, you notice it really bad on Moscow. Oh my god. Yeah, there's so many stupid corners you can camp in on Moscow, and it's so yeah. fucking annoying. Ridiculous. Yeah. Even, like, like, Satellite has a few. Oh, no, Satellite has a ton. That's yeah. why it's not a scene. That's why it's not an actual, like, professional map. Yeah. Um, but no, so like, uh, the first hill for hardpoint, you know how, like, so, like, they have the statue in the middle, right? Yeah. And then they have, like, the escalators. It's on the other side where you have the, like, part that sticks out, and then it's, like, that corner right on the inside of it. Yeah, you just camp there. I, yeah, I don't know how many times I've died to that. Yeah. And, like, or don't just get me wrong. Escalators in general. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I do. I tend to do that too, but that's mm -hmm. just simply because it's like that's how you play the map. Yeah, there's really not a whole I, lot you can I'm do a, to survive. I'm I'm one of those people that rotate around statue. Oh yeah, I circle statue all the time. Yeah, that's that's I, really that's you get a stoner, easiest way to to boost your kills. Yeah, it's it's nuts because the TDK on the stoner is fucking ridiculous for an LMG. It's nutty. I don't know. I can't use the stoner. It's not my favorite gun. I I've gotten pretty good with it. I use the Krig occasionally, and then mostly the AK-74U. Yeah. Because again, I'm a fast-paced player. I run around and like re. Oh my gosh. So I can't remember when it was, but it was like the first time I picked up Call of Duty in a while. Because you know, again, we've been playing a lot of Apex. Yeah. But I was playing Domination on. Uh, cartel, mm -hmm. domination on cartel. I hate that map still. Actually, enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's the biggest map. Yeah, as of right now. But uh, so you know, like inside the garage where like uh the B side is. Yeah. So, so you have like those long ass tables, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I fucking <laughs> I pissed some dude off really bad. Because he was like aiming at me over the tables, and I would literally just like, I turned and slid back and forth underneath, like uh, on the back side of the table, like four times in a row. And he was like so confused as to where I was, and I just popped up real quick and killed him. And his death count was really funny. <laughs> he was like, What the fuck? <laughs> it was, it was kind of crazy. I'm, I'm surprised I even pulled that off successfully, right. but. Yeah, he was really mad. <laughs> I guess he was like, what is this kid doing?
You know what? I love incredible. that shit. I love. I think hot mics are one of the like best thing that Call of Duty's done I, in like the past. Few I want years. hot mics in Apex. Honestly, I I do too. I want to. I just want to hear people moan, bro. I want. I want to hear like. I, <laughs> it's like if like there's a bunch of people in game jet right and like. So, for example, that one time I pulled off that 1v3 inside Icarus, right? Yeah. Um, I just want to hear, like, when I kill all three of them, if they all have mics, I just want to hear all three of their reactions all at the same time in my headset, right? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> like, no. Or, want... that, or that sick 2v1 I pulled last night. Oh, yeah. I, I would love to hear those hot mics. Oh, my gosh. Just, like, anytime you do something really, like, disgusting. Yeah. I just want to hear everyone's reaction all at once just to be, just... Just for entertainment purposes, because that shit is so funny. I need to, I need to save that clip and upload it to my TikTok. It's, it was good. It was a good one. Um. Mm. Oh, so Smite. I oh. I play a lot of Smite. Cody got into it. He dabbled it. Um. I I would still like to play more often, but yeah, it just takes a lot of time. Yeah, and the people we play with tend to get on very late at night, and I just don't. And I don't they really tend nice. to be kind of salty, not gonna lie. Oh, they're salt masters, if you will. Yeah. But um, I play a lot of Smite. It's, I would say it's my favorite MOBA. Um, I, I just, the community has really turned me off from League of Legends. Um, I just, I can't touch it. It's just a, it's just a salt mine. But, uh. But Smite just released, or uh, they just, yeah, pretty much released a new teaser trailer for the new god that they're unveiling this year. Uh, oh, it's, really? It's uh, Morgan Le Fay from Arthurian Legend. So that's pretty nice. neat. Speculation is yeah. probably going to be another mage, which is fucking insane, because that's the last thing that game needs, honestly. Is more mages? Is more mages. May just have the largest god pool in the entire game. Yeah, it's really hard to find anyone other than a mage. Yeah. Like, they're there, but they're annoying. Yeah. But. Uh, well, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. And then um, they just released Gilgamesh. Uh, I think, like, a month or two ago. Yes, I did see that. And uh, he was bullshit to play against, and now he's manageable. Nice. Yeah. Now that people just, have gotten used to him. Yeah, he's just another. So they do this thing where it's like they've pretty much locked their characters in like categories and they kind of shot themselves in the foot when they did that. Mm -hmm. uh, because now, like when they release a god into the like one of those categories, the categories being like a uh, mage, hunter, guardian, warrior, assassin. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes that god's kit specifically and the way that they can build uh, isn't anything like any of those categories. Like, uh, the Egyptian god Horus, for example, um, he's in the warrior category, which is usually for, like, the solo laners. Uh, they're just kind of, like, brawlers that, you know, pretty much are self-sufficient for most of the game. Right. Uh, but Horus plays more like a guardian who is a support for the, the carry yeah, um, he's just a physical, a physical guardian. His guardians are magical damage for whatever mm -hmm. reason. 
So, yeah, and I have a really bad feeling that uh, Morgan Le Fay is going to be another mage jungle. Although I'm I'm interested to see what her true kit is going to look like, because they just did the teaser. They, de- they didn't release, like, any of the kit information, I think. Mm-hmm. But I'll definitely have to double check that. Yeah. Gilgamesh um, is, like, a warrior jungle, and it's fucking insane. Wow. Yeah. Annoying. Yup. So, uh, Overwatch 2 has mm-hmm. been announced. Electric Boogaloo. Yes. And in this announcement, they showed off that they're going from 6v6 to 5v5. I did see that, yeah. And uh, that takes away a tank. Takes away a tank, yep. So now it's 2 DPS, 2 support, 1 tank. Um, But with that, they are increasing the viability of tanks and support like everyone like instead of i think they said every character is now getting a passive yes so everyone now has a passive ability i know reinhardt specifically is getting like more maneuverability with his like shoulder charge yes which is something he did desperately need um Um, i think he's also getting more uh shield charge yeah i think they're increasing his shield Yes, they are. So, yeah, that's kind of gross. It's also going to have a story, cool. which is great. It's not just going to be like lore that they release occasional game modes on. Yeah. Um, I think I'll I think I'll get it, but I think I'll I'll get it mostly for the story. I that's another game where the community has really just turned me off from it. I couldn't I couldn't stick with the the original yeah. Overwatch for very long before I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Yeah. Just too bad. Um, I'm trying to see what it, so it says. Uh, sorry. So yeah, everyone gets a passive. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. Uh, DPS characters will have will be faster than other roles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all I mean... support, all support heroes regenerate health automatically, and then all tanks have reduced knockback. Good. I I don't know why those weren't already in the game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited. I'll actually. I I really liked Overwatch when I first played it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and then, you know, again, like, metas come and go, and anytime, like, someone wants to play an old character, no, the character's not viable, you can't play it. Fuck you, dude. Bro, my favorite character to play was Torbjorn. Oh, so Facebook. I fucking love Torbjorn. Hang on, were you, like, an active Torb, or were you just, like, place my turret down, I'm gonna go look at memes a little bit? Oh, so what I would do is I'd place my turret down, upgrade it. So this is like very, very beginning Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, before they patched a bunch of stuff. But like I would set down my turret somewhere like really good. And then I would be mobile the rest of the time until it said my turret was down. Yeah. So like I would, I'd be that real sneaky little fucker who would just like kind of pop in and out of doorways over and over just shooting people. Love Torbjorn. 
I was, so was Diva for a while, and then I just kept trading. And then they released Ash, and now I'm mostly just Ash and uh, Arissa. I was also really good with Hanzo for a while. Before they revamped his kit. No, but it was before. Again, I didn't. I didn't play for a very long time, but yeah, yeah, I. Uh, it was yeah, it was early on when like he still had like the scatter arrow and shit that mm. was really powerful. That's kind of shit I was into. Right. Cross map like headshot sniped with his bow. Mm, disgusting. Yeah, they changed his uh. Yeah, they changed his kit. And his scatter arrow went into a rapid shot. That's kind of dope, actually. Yeah. Because his 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 uh, scatter arrow was very broken. Yeah, and then they, yeah, they changed it to something because he didn't have a lot of up close. Like if he were to ever get into an up close fight, he didn't he didn't par well with others. No. So he was they, very, they gave him something to kind of help with that. He was a very distant player. Yes. You had to be very far away. Um. What else does my stupid thing say? Okay, I think that's it for gaming stuff that I have. Okay. I think. Um, so yeah, what do you want to move on to? Do you have anything else? I In, don't. It, I'm blanking. The gaming category. The games. No, I'm drawing a blank. Nice. Um, so I, I have another. Up- I would have told you. Wonderful. So I have another update on our our boy Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had an interview last night yeah. with someone. I don't remember who. Is it Schefter? It's always Schefter. Uh, no. It's someone who was a part of. He's been a part of ESPN for like 27 years. Was retiring, and this was his last episode of the show or whatever. Mm. I don't remember his name, but um, in the interview, the guy straight up was like, "Did you demand a trade?" And Aaron Rodgers did not directly answer the question. He really like kind of beat around the bush. Um, so he deflected so, really bad. Yeah. Um, he kept saying stuff like, "I really like the org. I like the teammates. I like the fans." Um. Basically, just hinted at like the front office is terrible. Well, yeah, because again, they don't draft around him. Yeah, they draft spots um, that they don't need. Yeah, and he said it had nothing to do with them drafting a, a young quarterback because he really likes the young quarterback. Mm. Um, so I mean, it's just it just goes to show that the front office is really what's bothering him, and they don't know if he we don't know if he demanded a trade or not. So that's fun. Damn you, Aaron Rodgers! Because I the really Packers are still Broncos. optimistic that they can get him. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I like hope. Like, really hope he goes to the Broncos. Well, I I just have a feeling that if he sticks with the Packers, he's going to just underplay the fuck out of them. Yeah. Like, oh no! Through another interception. Oops. Um. But they also said that if he does get traded, we won't see a trade until after June 1st, so that way the Packers don't take a big of a uh, cap hit. So yeah, uh, we won't truly know until next week Great. what happens. So, And I think the Chiefs ended up getting... The Chiefs just signed one of the Ravens big... Big linemen. Gotcha. So, actually, I did... Okay, I'm backtracking now, because I did have something big for gaming that has to do with CDL. So, catch this, right? Hmm. 
the Dallas Empire are the reigning COD champs team, right? Yeah. And part of the way through stage three, they got rid of like their best SMG player or one of the like one of their SMGs. Mm-hmm. And he got traded to another team, uh, which is the LA Thieves. He played for the LA Thieves and they didn't do very well in stage three and especially in the major. And now he's benched by the LA Thieves. So Hook is Hook's the guy I'm talking about. Yeah. But he got he got benched by Dallas Empire, signed by LA Thieves, started for LA Thieves, and then and then got benched again by the, by that same team. Like the fuck. It's so it's so absurd, dude. Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah, there were there were six major uh roster changes. Oh shit. Sorry, I know you went back to gaming, but uh Julio Jones wants to be traded. I did see that. That's kind of gross. Yeah, cuz I mean depending um, on where he goes, like let's say he I, goes to Buffalo, I mean that's just fluffing that team out at that point. Okay, so I saw something Because I think it's DeAndre Hopkins now plays for the Cardinals, right? Yes. So I saw something the other day that said DeAndre Hopkins said that he would renegotiate his contract if they were to bring Julio Jones in on the team. Good Lord. Can you imagine that team? It'd be Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins, and Julio Jones. Plus, like, if they can get a sizable O-line to protect Kyler Murray. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be that, that would, would be dirty. Yeah, and Kyler Murray's a really good quarterback. He just doesn't he have is. a whole lot of people. Well, and what sucks is uh, like Kyler Murray for the longest time was in Baker Mayfield's shadow. Yeah, because you know they both graduated from OU, and, and uh, both, uh, both Heisman winners, I believe. Yeah, they're both Heisman, and they're both. I don't know if they were both drafted first round, or I know they were both drafted first round. I just don't know if they were the first overall pick. Uh, Kyler wasn't. Mayfield was. Right. So yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. But yeah, um, no, he's a great quarterback. He just his O line just doesn't hold for shit. Yeah, he's a small little fucker too. That guy yeah. is tiny. I think he's like five eight. He's like five eleven, I think. 510, 511. Let's look. Fact. Fact check. Kyler Murray. This oh, boy is 510. Oh, wow. He's born six months after me. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. August 7th of 97. And, <laughs> and to think he is a professional football player. Yeah. And we're the right. same age. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, tight end for the Detroit Lions, is our, is the same age as us, too. Well, it's like Patrick Mahomes is also our age. Yeah, he's 25, 26 now. Yeah, it's it kind of it's like we're, well, we're, yeah, we're at that weird age now where like there's a lot of like famous people who are like the same age as us, like Tom Holland, for example. Right. Yeah, he's around our age. If not, I think I can't remember if he's younger than me or not, but Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah. it's like. Yeah, he's 24. He's yeah. older than me. 
about to be 25. But yeah, he's Zendaya as well. Yeah, I mean, like and she just did just... her for, first like adult oriented film, not like porn or anything, but it was like more of a like adult drama. I did see that. Yeah, she's like two months older than me. Almost exactly. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a weird thought to like think about professional athletes and actors and everything being the yeah. same age as me now. And I'm well, like, bro, what the fuck did I do with my life? Well, I'm like sitting at home and I'm fat. We've already hit the point where like NCAA college players are younger than us. Yeah, like that's fucking crazy to me for whatever reason. Because you know, you spend your whole life like watching the big you know march madness tournament you're like oh man these guys are like legends because you know they're like older than you well yeah and you look up to them yeah and now it's like i'm at the point where it's like fuck i'm 24 these kids are younger than me everyone playing is younger than me yeah potentially you know what i was no they they probably will all actually be younger than me yeah younger than us i had an interesting thought the other day i'm ready so you know how like you hear the name Adrian Peterson and you're like, oh, yeah. man, you know, that's one of like the great running backs in the NFL. Like he played when my dad was watching. No, the, the man is still active. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Who's he play for? Detroit. No, he doesn't. That's what. Yeah. It's just like he's been in the league so long that every time you think of Adrian Peterson, you're like, oh, man, you know, he played in like the era where my dad was my age and watching football. You know, it's like you you think he's just been around forever and that he's already. No, he's still active. This guy is kind of nuts, though, because he's yeah, he's 36 and he plays running back and he's still active. Yeah, that's like unheard of because exactly running backs tend to die out. Around 30? 30. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy's like, nah, bitch, I'm still playing. I also thought Carlos Hyde was a lot older than he is. No, he's pretty young. And it's like, that man has played for a different team his entire career. Well, you know what sucks? He's in Jacksonville now. No. That's, well, no, he's on it. Oh, he is in Jacksonville. Yeah. Well, like, he's he's a pretty good running back. Yeah. He actually... Hold up. He was just in Seattle, like, this past season. (laughs) This guy's moved around a lot. Yeah. I think he has as many teams under his belt as uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know who has an unreal amount of teams that they've been on? I don't know if you know who he is, but Josh McCown. Do you know who that is? Um, I will in a second. So this guy... Oh yeah, yeah. So he's forty. So he's forty, obviously. Yeah, as you can see, looks like. Oh my god, dude, he looks like the embodiment of one of those like Giga Chad memes. <laughs> that is so true. Okay, so this guy through his career has played for. Nine different teams. Yeah, he's played for nine different teams in his career, which is kind of nutty. But he's—I mean—he's like a—he's re- a pretty good 
backup quarterback. Yeah. That's all he's ever played, just backup. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate, man. I know. Yeah, so he has 11 different jerseys total. Oh, he played oh. for Carolina, too. He played for Tampa. He did play for Tampa for a short time. Played for Detroit, Tampa, the Browns, the Jets, the Bears, and most recently, the Eagles. They should have put him in. But yeah. I thought at one point he played for Jacksonville, too, but I guess I'm wrong. Hmm. Who was it? There there was a McCown that was in Jacksonville for a short time, but I don't know if he actually ended up playing. Yeah, it wasn't Giga Chat over here. No. Oh man, that's unfortunate. This man was a raider. Back Maybe in like 07. Was it Luke McCown? It may have been. That's who it was. It was Luke McCown. His brother, <laughs> Josh McCown's brother. He played for Jacksonville for three years. Yeah. He wasn't very good. Met. I didn't meet him, but I was in the vicinity. I can't remember who it was, but he was a starting quarterback for Oklahoma State. And then I believe he got traded or he got drafted by. I'm going to say the Texans. Remember who. I have no idea who you're talking about. I, 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 you know what? Oklahoma State. You know what? I had the thought. I'm just going to give up on it. Okay. All right. So. I have a challenge for you. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Not really a challenge, but so I, I saw this article. Yeah. And this, you know, my Google thing gives me a bunch of fun articles of things that I'm interested in. Right, right. And it popped up this thing that said the 10 most powerful Jedi in the Star Wars universe, right? Yeah. I want to see if you can guess some of them. Okay. Um. So this actually gives you gives us eleven because they include. Is it else. like a? Uh, is it like a honorable mention? Essentially, yeah. Okay. Well, if who's this article by? What's the website? What's the website? It's literally it says May Fourth Be With You dot com. Okay, so because I was just gonna, I was just gonna go off the guess of like from the uh, the editorial because if it was like let's say IGN posting this, I'd have been like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, I know exactly who's gonna be their top ten. It's not. This is a website. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like they know what they're talking about. Okay. So, hmm. <laughs> I may give you number eleven because it's kind of kind of wild. I'll give you. I'll give you. Well, it's not really wild, but it kind of. I think it might put into into perspective. Um, get kind of give you like a good starting point. Right. So number eleven is Qui Gon Jinn. Okay, that actually is a good starting point. That means Obi Wan Kenobi is probably going to be number three or four. Close. Is he number five? No. Okay. Is he number two? No. No. Oh. Number six? 
He is number six. Obi Wan Kenobi is number six. Okay, interesting. Means Mace Windu probably going to be four then. No. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> is he five? You know, he's uh, lower. Lo- Wait, he's lower than Obi Wan? He is, yeah. He's ranked further down. Is he eight? He is eight. So Qui-Gon Jinn, number 11. Okay. Who do you think is number 10? I should probably... I'm going to do this old fine bro style. I don't know. I mean, I guess he was technically in the movies. We just don't know a ton about him. Windu was 8. Obi-Wan was 6, right? Yeah. Okay. So... I had to take a guess at the top two. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that yet. Number 10, probably Kit Fisto. No. I actually don't. Hang on. Is he even on this list? Kit Fisto's not on the list. God damn it. <laughs> okay, so. Number 10 is Plo Koon. Okay, that was actually my next guess. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Apparently, he's also, like, one of the only... He's, like, the only Jedi to use electric, like, lightning. Yeah. Uh, is number is... nine Kiati Mundi? No. Oh. Hmm. That's lame. Um, it... It looks like this guy was in the Clone Wars? I think. Trying to think of all the Jedi. Shit, it's a tough one because I don't. I actually didn't know his name until I read this. So okay, well, but I guess you also know more than me. Quinlan Vos. Oh, Vos. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinlan Vos. Okay. All right. So we got. Yeah. So we got Mace Wind. Number seven. Um. Okay. So I. I, I also have... don't know the name of this person. It, I, I, is until it now? Number seven. I'm either getting a guess Luminara. Or the Torgruta from uh, Camino, who oversees the clones. Uh. No. Name. Neither of those. God. Fuck me, man. I thought I was good so, at this. I'm going to go back to uh, Mace Windu real quick. Did you know that Mace Windu was actually Grandmaster before Yoda? Yes. I did not know that. I read that and I was kind of like, what the fuck? He's also one of the few Jedi who can um, pull from the dark side for his power. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Number seven. Uh-huh. Is Nomi Sunrider. Sunrider, Sounds like extended universe shit. Yeah, I think she's the only one extended universe though. Okay. Um, um five is Luminara. No. Is it that person is not all? Uh, no, neither of them are on the list. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, is number five also extended universe? 
Uh, Old Republic. Fuck. I don't know any of those guys. His name starts with an R. I know you know his name. Is it Revan? Yes. Okay. It is Revan. Okay, so now the top four both, are all part both of the Both Skywalkers movies. are going to be on that list. Yes. But who's number four? Number four. Um, If I had a guess, number four, and it's a Jedi. Yeah. They're all in the movies? Yeah, so the top top four are all a part of the movies. Okay. All right. Don't tell me number four is Kiati. No. Okay, thank God. Um, Yoda's probably two or three. He is one of those, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I had my guess, Yoda's probably two. No. Oh, he's three? He's three. Okay. Okay, so you have number three. Now you need one, two, and four. So one is probably Anakin, two is probably Luke. Is Luke is correct. Luke is correct? Luke, okay. Luke is correct. Anakin's not. Okay. So now you just need one and four. Wait, Anakin's four? Number one. Out of all of the big Jedi, is number one Ray? Yes. I don't know how much I agree with that. Apparently. No. I don't agree with so, any of that. The reason I say that is because Anakin is a child of the Force. Let me nerd out for a second here. I've okay, got my go glasses ahead, do down to my nose. i got my notepad here. So, Anakin is a child of the Force. It is very speculated that his father was either... Uh, Palpatine using his influence to uh, impregnate Shmi, or he's actually a child of the Brother, who are one of three Force deities introduced in the Clone Wars. You have the Father, the Sister, and the Brother. The Sister mm -hmm. is the embodiment of the Light side, the Brother is the embodiment of the Dark, and the Father is the true neutral side of the Force. Um, it right. is very speculated that Anakin may have been a child of the Brother, meaning Anakin being most in tune with the Force, and that's why, actually, Palpatine kept him into a cybernetically enhanced suit uh, after he lost his limbs on the Battle of Mustafar between Obi-Wan. Um, his, his suit actually provided him with enough pain for him to lose his concentration, so if he were to ever fight Palpatine, Palpatine would easily get the upper hand on him, meaning Anakin had to be suppressed to keep him at number two in the galaxy. Well, well, actually, mic drop. <laughs> That's kind of nuts to think about, though. Yeah. So this does say. Um, uh, the only reason why Palpatine is the most powerful Sith is because of process of elimination. What other Sith are there? <laughs> you know, it's Palpatine mm -hmm. and then like his goon of the week. So apparently at one point also Luke Skywalker learned how to reach into the dark side, but they yes. never touched on it in the no. movies. Now, my my main complaint with The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker is they did do Luke dirty. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not one who's like, oh, but they changed his character. No, no, no. I think they made him do things that were very, very uncharacteristic of him. Now, yeah. I get, like, the, oh, I saw the dark side in one of my Padawans, and, you know. But instead of, like, trying to teach his, Pada his Padawan out of it, like, I don't know, a Yoda-trained Luke would do, 
instead decided, I'm going to try and eradicate this fucking kid. I don't know. It just, it feels weird. It also surprises me that Yoda is so, isn't, like, top three. It's top three. Okay, sorry, sorry. I think the way it should go, in my opinion, is Anakin. Yeah. Because he is the embodiment of... The Force. Yeah, I mean, like... Like you said, I mean, he was very much able to, like, feel the Force at a young age and, you know, again, could have been uh, a child of the... You said the three, is that what you called them? Yeah. Or the brother or something? Yeah. Okay, so I think the way it should go would be Anakin number one. Mm-hmm. Yoda number two. Okay. Luke number three. And then Ray number four. I mean, I'm fine sure. keeping her in top five, I guess. Um, I just think that uh, the only reason why I don't like Ray is because of Disney's influence in Star Wars. I don't mind that she is a... I, I guess, like, a lot of these big motion picture companies uh, get the term strong female character confused. Yeah. Um, when they hear strong female character, they think, oh, she's like She-Hulk, right? Where she's just super strong and super gorgeous and everybody likes her. No, 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 no. Strong female character means a strongly written female character. And honestly, the female is pretty derivative in there because it's just a strong character at that point. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if it's male or female. If you can write a good character, you can add any pronoun you want to that character. It still makes him a good character. Yeah. If you have Agreed. to describe your your main character as a femme fatale or a strong female character, odds are she's a whiny asshole throughout the entirety of your series. I'm kind of severity. Or she is strong for no reason. There is no explanation. There is no training. There is no rhyme or reason for this character to be stronger than everyone else in this setting. And that's just my hot take of the day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess my problem with the last three movies is they switch directors when... Yeah, so there was no clear focus on what the story should have been. Yeah, J.J. Abrams, I think, should have done all three of them. And I honestly really, really hope and pray that at one point someone says... Let's redo the last three movies because they there was a lot of speculation because I believe Dave Filoni, who creator of uh, the Clone Wars, um, pretty much any good Star Wars thing that has happened in the 21st century, Dave Filoni has been a part of. Um, Like he did the Clone Wars series. He did help with Rebels a little bit. Um, He wrote some of the good episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the man knows what he is doing with Star Wars. He's also co-creator and co-director of uh, of The Mandalorian. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, he helped a lot with that series, which is why it, it just feels so good. And, and like enriched in the in the in the setting. But Dave Filoni, I believe, just became creative director of uh, Star Wars. If I'm not mistaken, let me let me fact checked. Fact check. Do it. Hmm. 
Oh, I don't want to look at it. Yep. He is executive producer, executive creative director. Star Wars? Yep. That's fucking too late for that shit. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wish... I guess the only problem with remaking the last three movies, right, is you don't have Leia. Yeah. I can't remember and the name. Harrison Ford is clearly done with Star Wars. He doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. I, I mean, he didn't uh, want to when they were making remakes. To. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark Hamill, I think, would be down for. Oh, well, I don't even know if Mark Hamill would be down for it because I know Mark broad. Hamill was actually very disappointed with how they uh, how they handled Luke. Yeah. Uh, and also John Boyega made some very unprofessional remarks about it. Yeah. Because I don't know they fucked his character up too. Yeah, it, it's really sad. Yeah. I don't even think, think it was just agenda. I think it was just like three directors having three different visions for the for the entire franchise and one of them just going unchecked. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, OK, so here's the thing, like the the prequels mm-hmm. turned out fine because they had three different directors. But Lucas or George, yeah, Lucas was a part of all three of them. Yeah, George Lucas was a part of all three of them. He had he had a say in it. The right. problem with the prequels is, though, is George Lucas surrounded himself with yes men and not people who would challenge his creative uh, um, vision. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, like if you're. If you're George Lucas at that point, I'd be like. I don't know if it were me, I'd be like, I don't want people challenging me. So just I think I would. I think I would take people who challenge me just because it's like. Okay, I need to have rhyme or reason why the characters are going to Geonosis, right? Fair. Not just, oh, hey, by the way, you know how, like, everyone cares about, um, or didn't care about Alderaan getting blown up in the, uh, in the original trilogy? Well, everything's on Naboo now. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, wh- what? Fair. Why 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 do we care about Alderaan then? Uh, um okay bye. <laughs> Fuck off. Right. I don't know. I just think if they had had like a a a solid game plan for all three movies, the last the, the prequel trilogy or the sequel trilogy would not have been as bad. No. I think if there's a storyline that everyone was trying to achieve, it would have been okay. Yeah, but... I think if like before JJ Abrams went cuz he went to go work on the last Star Trek film, uh before Last Jedi began filming. Mm-hmm. And then he also was working on 10 Cloverfield Lane. Like, he had a few projects that he was working on after he did Force Awakens. I think if he would have made, like, a roadmap of, like, hey, this is kind of where I want the franchise to go with my vision, I think Ryan Johnson would have done a fantastic job. Because, I mean, I will give Ryan Johnson this. The cinematography did look really good in The Last Jedi. I really liked how some shots were framed. I really like how, you know, the environment was built. Um, I just think that the choreography sucked. Um, the line delivery was eh at best. And uh, even the script writing was pretty god awful. Also, that, the, I can't remember her name. What is her name? That one general that like took over or something? What was her name? I don't, I don't remember. I think they needed to give her intentions a little bit more of a 
I think she need, she needed a little bit more audience facing because all of her intentions are like hidden and it's like great she's just a bitch. You know. Her character's neck. It was Vice Admiral something but didn't fucking give I'm me her whole name. Looking up right now. Oh man, they launched the teaser for the Eternals yesterday. It looks so good. The who's? The Eternals. Vice. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Her her name is Vice Admiral Emmeline Holdo. Yep. And it's played Shy by Laura Dern. Fun fact about Laura Dern: she is in the original Jurassic Park. Wow. Yeah, she plays Ellie. Nice. Love her. Um, adorable actress. So anyway, oh, uh, I didn't like her. Jurassic World. I didn't like her character at all. I yeah. thought it was. I thought she was terrible. Yep. And again, um, I think was, that's just because her character hateable. needed more audience facing, so her intentions were like laid out for the audience. Yeah. Um. Instead of just like, no, I have a specific plan, and you're not in on it, and it's like, fuck you. Yeah, I get that. I don't know. And like I said, I, they just made her character very hateable. Yeah. And I was like, I so badly want to like this character. Yeah. I just can't because you make it hard. Whatever. And the fact that the Star Wars fandom decided to bully Kelly Marine Tran off of uh off of social media is very sad. Cuz it's like, guys, She's not the reason why you don't like this character. Hands down. It is the script writing. It was the direction of the film. And it was just her character. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't bully actresses or, or actors because of a performance you don't like. It's not their fault why you don't like that performance. Get that through your fucking thick skulls, you dumb bitch. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if I've actually asked your opinion on this now that we're on on the topic of Star Wars, but what was your take on the whole uh, Gina Carano situation for Mandalorian? Um. Hmm. Okay. So. Because. I think I she know. said one of the dumbest possible things you could say in the 21st century. Uh, do I get what she was trying to say? Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just think she said it in a very stupid way. And yeah. honestly, I think her getting fired was more crowd control more than anything. Be like, hey, no, these aren't our visions. And if you're going to hold step fast on these, we're just going to have to let you go. I'm sorry. I think. I think the way that it was handled was probably the best outcome because imagine if she stayed like, I mean, depending on how many people were actually like offended by what she said, it could have affected chemistry on set. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Personally, I really, I mean, I really liked her as an actress in the Mandalorian. I thought she did a really good job season one. Yeah. Um, no, I love her as an actress and I want her to smother my face with her thighs and kill me. But, you know, 
That's just me. I I don't know. <laughs> Ouch. Sorry. Um, it was just a random cough. Yeah. No, I I think, and I guess this is sue me for saying this, but uh, I've definitely seen worse things said by people. Yeah. Oh, hands down. And yeah. and then stay on a set of a of a of a film or a, you know a, a show mm-hmm. or whatever. Like anything Jared Leto does. Yeah. Um. So I think even like just a stern talking to or been like, dude, look, we just can't say something like that. If you want to stay on the set, please just refrain from that type that type of stuff. You know. You know what? I something think... tells me they already had the sit down. Because I mean, there's so much. There's so much that wasn't disclosed at all during that situation so i mean like it's very very possible that she had a sit down um and she just like head fast or she just like stuck to her guns on it and was like nah we can't we just can't continue forward i mean there was was an interview with her that i had seen i think where she said that i think in, in the interview she literally said like there was like it was sudden, and that there was really just no like, there was no grace period. It was just kind of like, okay, we need you gone. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. know. I I think she. I think it was also. I don't remember how recent it was. Honestly, I feel like it was pretty recent. I think it was just like after the whole uh, Capitol building fiasco. I think they were just trying to do damage control. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess it just depends on the timeline. Right. I don't know. It makes me sad, but, you know, I, I guess I get it. Yeah. I mean, you can't have people saying dumb shit. I mean, fair. I, 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 and I mean, I will 100% say that was dumb as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> probably isn't the best thing to say, but no. You know what? I'm not going to give our listeners the context just because I don't want us to get hit hard. Just in case yeah. it, it backfires, but just look up the Gina Carano controversy. She said some really dumb shit, and it still doesn't make me not attracted to her. So agreed. Um, so we'll uh, we'll take a a U turn now. But what do you think of the new uh the new Obi Wan drama that's supposed to come out? I am excited. Oh, it's Ian McKellen's birthday. Um, happy birthday, Gandalf. Oh, nice. But happy um, birthday, Gandalf. I am very excited for it. Um, I think, uh, I think it's mostly for like closure on Obi Wan's character because, you know, you you see him end of uh. Revenge of the Sith, and then if you don't watch the show or like any of the shows that come out, you know, he's just kind of there, Alec Guinness. And like he goes from Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness, and there really isn't any transition whatsoever because it's just Revenge of the Sith, and then all of a sudden we're at New Hope, you know? Yeah. And I think this show is supposed to give that like transition of like Obi Wan, Jedi Knight to. Uh, Ben Kenobi Jedi Master. Yeah, and I'm I'm really interested to see where he'll where it'll take him. Yeah, so it's said to be set ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Yes, so this is like 
Prime exciting. Time Empire. Yes. Um, and Hayden Christensen. He's coming back is, as Darth Vader. He is playing Darth Vader, which is kind of crazy, in yeah. my opinion. Well, first off, I fucking love Hayden Christensen. He's a dreamboat. I'm not going to lie. He's more attractive now than he was back then, though. Yeah, I opinion. would say. I would say. Oh, and he's Canadian. Good for him. Oh, no fucking way. What? Joel Edgerton is going to be Owen Lars. Yes. Bonnie Piesi is Baru Lars. Baru. Baru. I don't know any of these fucking people's names. But uh, Owen and Baru people... are uh, the the aunt and uncle that Luke lived with at the beginning of uh, um, A New Hope. Oh, okay. Oh, and they got Kumail Nanjiani in it. Awesome. Yes. I love Kumail. I don't know who's... I don't know who he, who he's gonna play, but I don't either. This this cast, I mean, it's, uh, Ice Cube is gonna be in it. Like, who the fuck is Ice Cube gonna play? You know, <laughs> space gangster. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I don't know. I I mean, I guess I'm excited, but like, Ice Cube in Star Wars. <laughs> right? What's his real name? What is Ice Cube's real name? O'Shea Jackson. I'm just glad it's Ewan McGregor. Now that he's older. I agree. (laughs) His lyrics on NWA's 1988 album Straight Outta Compton contributed to gangster rap's widespread popularity. It really did, though. It really did. I mean, for real. Oh, wait. His son is also playing in it. Ice Cube's son is going to be in the in the in the show too. Oh God! I wonder if we're going to see like, like a young Luke if Aunt, if Owen and Brew are going to be in it. I don't know. I, we don't. I mean, we don't see a, a a kid actor in here, but I mean, we could. Oh, hey! Fun fact: the actress who plays Aunt Beru in this series is also the one who played her in Episode Two and Episode Three, where she played the younger uh, Beru Lars. Oh, really? Yeah. They're really just bringing back everybody. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> he hasn't really done much in her career. I hope this is Man, her that, big break. This kind of like makes me really curious now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I want to see like Desert Herman Ewan or Hermit Ewan McGregor. I, you know. Well, I'm. I'm more. I'm more excited about Ice Cube, Ice Cube and his kid. <laughs> like <laughs> he, he and his son. It's, both it's making of them. me very curious though if we're gonna see like a young Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I hope we do. I hope I we really do too. Hope we do. Well, because it's set ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, which means and, that... and if Owen and Baru are in it, that means either the series starts. And, I mean, they're in it for six episodes, which means we're gonna see young Luke. We have to. Yeah, or I mean, and are we gonna see a young Leia too? Potentially, potentially. Because. I mean, they are twins, after all. And so. the guy who plays Han from the Fast and Furious movies is going to be in it. Oh, yeah, Swang Kong. Yeah. Actually, he was like my favorite character, honestly. Yeah. That's so cool. 
Oh yeah, my gosh. I'm I'm okay. Tickle me excited. All right. Well, that was a that was a fun ride. Yeah, that was a. But it is about that time, ladies and gentlemen. Time about that it is. Yep. So, uh, do you have any uh, any philosophy for the people? For the people, the people, you people's champ, you. Um, not really. Mainly because my brain is rattled. It, yeah, it's gonzo right now. I'm again still suffering a pounding headache, so this is yeah. fun. It's fun time. Uh, if I had to say anything, um, if you are, uh, if you're young enough, I'm. I don't know where I'm going with this. Never mind. Just. Get me out of here. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> um, if you're you going to go any... in for a job application somewhere and you walk into the into the building and the uh, the person behind the counter or who looks like a manager says, hi, how can I help help you? Do not. And I mean, do not finger gun like don't snap to finger gun and say, yeah, can I have a job? I mean, that's just coming from personal experience. Good advice. Uh, because I've done that. Nice. And it, it was it, at a comic it, book store. It obviously didn't work. And it didn't. And it was awful. Because I came Good in job. all like snazzy looking, and the guy was like, how can I help you today? And then I, <laughs> job application. And it was like, yeah, we're not hiring. I was like, yep, fair enough. Have a good day. <laughs> See ya. And you know what's sad? I didn't get the social cue that, like, that was where I should leave. I instead stayed and looked. Oh, good. <laughs> How'd that make you feel? <laughs> right now, I'm cringing. Oh, good. As you should be, because that was silly. Yeah. You silly. But anyway, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, as a matter of fact, just, you know, be yourself. Yeah, don't be me, please. Also, don't be overly honest. I learned that the hard way. Yes, yes, because they will penalize you for it. Yeah, so, any hoosers? Michael, where where do people find you? They can find me at just Mike Sully, just about anywhere. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. TikTok. Good to know. You can find me at KingBear97 on Twitch. No, sorry, Twitter. And anywhere else. And then 1997 on Twitch. Because 97 was taken. So and fuck me. Don't forget to follow our Twitter at Peaked at Birth. Uh, we're also on YouTube, Peaked at Birth. We're everywhere, Peaked at Birth, because that is the podcast you're listening to, you little babies. You little you babies. Little- Give you a little kissy on the cheek there. Um, remember, if you have any questions, any questions at all, at any time, please use the hashtag, hashtag AskPeaked, and we will answer your com- your questions or comments or concerns or disagreements. I'd love to do disagreements and hot takes. Please uh, give me a hot take. Fuck. Please give me hot takes. Uh, we will be doing Q&As on episodes in the future. So please, 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 please submit questions to the Twitter or on our subreddit r slash peaked at birth.
All right. Yeah. Like to hear it. Yeah. Uh, it. It was a pleasure, little bebes, and we will see you in the next one. Yep. Love you.